from Hitler because I disagree with you. Shut up, Hitler. Still? Is that what's going on? I feel like yes. no, no, he's no. a bungee shill. That's what it is. No, 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 no. Hey, I don't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, stupid. <laughs> that was a lot of stupid. And with that, I say welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geek podcast. <laughs> From a parenting point of view, I oh. am one of your hosts, Eric. And joining me this week is Mr. Moore, Stephen, and Hawk. I almost said your full name, Steve. I don't know if that was a cool thing or not. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like people are going to be like, oh, that's the one. That's the yeah, one on the internet. I yeah. know. guy from Reddit. Internet's we got to get him. <laughs> yeah, I, I have enough enemies as it is on he Reddit. He likes yeah. Anthem too much. <laughs> I don't like Anthem. Never mind. Always give them my guys. address. They can welcome to dox me anytime they yeah, want. I'll set the dog fair. on them. Yeah. Um, oh, zombie. Um, how's it going, guys? We haven't been on a podcast in like weeks. Yes. I know. A long time. Like like twos of weeks. I know it's it's sad. I'm, I'm I miss you guys. Uh, I miss you. you. Uh, uh, and anyways, so recently, um, D23, the official fan club for the Walt Disney Company, had their expo, their big dealy thing, down in Florida. I believe Florida. No, I don't know wherever it was. They had uh, D23 Expo, and it was a big year for announcements because this is the year that they're launching Disney Plus, and this is the year that Star Wars, the episodic movies, end and Lots and lots of announcements happen. So, uh, <laughs> so we know where Steve's going. Where, so let's, 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 we'll, we'll do that one last because I feel like it's yep. going to be the longest one. Sure. So let, let, let's you know, jump into these announcements because I thought it would be really cool to talk about all the stuff that they, um, they announced. So in November, we're getting our Disney Plus service. This is a streaming service for Disney, and it has pretty much everything. It has Disney. It has Marvel. It has Star Wars. It has National Geographic. It has Pixar, and I think that's all five of the companies that they mentioned in that. And they announced a crap ton, a crap ton of things at D23. Let's start with the, the probably one of the ones that got the biggest cheers, and it's the one that I was hoping for, and it was the one that many people on Reddit, at least r slash Star Wars, were hoping for, and that's for the Obi-Wan series starring Ewan McGregor. What did you guys think of this? <laughs> um... You know, for for a thing that wasn't ever supposed to happen, uh, it's had so much conversation over the last, I don't know, almost, God, is it almost a decade now? Yeah. 14 years. 14 they've years. Been, they've mm-hmm. been, they, everyone's been like, they should do an Obi-Wan movie. Obi-Wan yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was enthusiastic for it. And I yeah. mean, he he did a good job in the movies. I enjoyed watching oh, yeah. You know, I didn't really like the best, part, the best yeah. part of the prequels. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, I, I guess uh, I, I was after what happened with Solo and they, you know, all the movie cancellations. I, I it, I was so upset that the a possible Obi Wan movie had possibly been canceled. So, so this was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely stoked for it. I'm, I'm a little hesitant only because I don't like. It's supposed to be filling in the gap between uh, was it. Um, Episode, episode three. three and episode four. I was trying to think of the names of them and I couldn't because I don't like to remember them. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if Obi-Wan had a whole bunch of wacky adventures. I mean, I'm sure he's going to have had to because they have to have a series out of it. But I mean, <laughs> I the whole point was that he was just a crazy old hermit that lived in the caves outside. Yeah, it's the adventures of old Ben and you get to see why he ages uh, uh, 50 years in, in 10. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the books, the, well, at least the books that were that are now part of Star Wars Legend, I uh, mentioned all the adventures he went on in in the uh, in the desert and how he would protect their their homestead. 
and stuff sure. like that. So there was even an episode about him saving young Luke at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's all not yeah. part of canon now, or at least it's part of the. Well, I'm sure they'll take it and make it canon because, I mean, again, if they have to try to create a series that's literally that material, there's material that exists. Just you know, cinematize it because it's a lot easier than trying to imagine up some wacky adventures for him. It's like episode 14, and you just watch you and McGregor sitting there in a cave for like two hours. That's the episode. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be boring otherwise. You have to give him something to do. Take the material that exists. Yeah, they also um, um, during this presentation they showed the official timeline i just sent it to you guys um for star wars and it's it's <laughs> it is a giant jumble um they ne- they've now broken down the movies and the series into three different ages the prequel era is called the age of the republic the original trilogy is called the age of rebellion and the current trilogy um series slash etc um is called the age of resistance <laughs> <laughs> the the internet the the redditors also noticed that they changed um the the episode the the logos for the original trilogy back to the original looking ones yeah they, they don't have the episode numbers in front of them anymore as well so that's sort of neat um <laughs> you see the obi wan and solo movie sort of overlap so it's around the same time um for that okay yeah uh, that makes some sense yeah. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. 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 Cause solos happens sort of before and at, yeah, that timeline it's like, makes it's like 10 ish years before uh, star Wars is uh, the solo movie. Um, and I guess Obi-Wan uses a little bit of the dark side to get older. I assume that's what's happened. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think um, anyone who survived the old series to see what happened to the new series will get older. So that's probably, yeah. Yeah. so they also, um, and they also showed the first trailer for John Favreau's <laughs> Disney plus series, the Mandalorian, which is releasing day of release for Disney plus. Mm-hmm. And it looks, well, at least for me, it looks amazing. It looks like a oh, Western. It looks like, yeah. it looks like what, Serenity would be now if it was in Star Wars. Yeah, it's like a Western and a samurai movie in the Star Wars universe starring Boba Fett, kind of. Yeah, in this very interesting timeline that takes place after the return of the Jedi. And that, yeah. Know, so it's the stuff that we don't really know about. It's in the outer yeah. room where it's already the Wild West. So and I'm, I'm hoping that that was supposed that was IG-88 that they showed in that trailer. It is not. not. It so is that, not. Of course not. That assassin droid um, <sighs> was named, but I can't remember. Uh, Taika is voicing that droid. Brilliant. And, yeah, okay, he remember. has my attention now. Don't, don't even care. It's Taika. The robot's <laughs> name is Taika. That's all that matters. They have, they have an amazing cast. Did you notice that Warner Herzog is that... Yeah, that was really no, funny. When he started guy, talking, I was like, oh my God, Herzog. And he was yeah. really good. I know. He's never... always good. He's so creepy. Yeah, he's so only... good in those little cameo appearances. Because only but... John Favreau could pull something like that off. Yeah. And um, any anything stand out in the trailer for you guys? Uh, most, how about, of <laughs> most of it. How about, <laughs> most how about of the it. opening shot of just all those stormtrooper helmets on pikes? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it had this look of sort of a brutal, you know, uh, more un, more uncompromising Star Wars setting, which, uh, you know, I always imagined must exist. But, you mm-hmm. know, we'll see. We'll see if they actually do it in total yeah. form. I mean, I, I, that's a thing. Like, I think there's a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I do find it kind of funny that, that they have these sort of duplicates, right? They've got this IG88, but it's not. They have this Boba Fett, but it's not. So... Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I hope they can make these characters, you know, really yeah. stand out on their own. Have you watched any of the Clone Wars or the um, the Rebels and all those series? No, I'm I'm aware there are more of that type of robot, and there are more Mandalorians. No, no, I know. I'm yeah. just asking if you've seen it. Mm. Yeah, they, no, they did a whole. They did quite yeah. an extensive uh, run on the on the Mandalorians and like the, and the, the Assassin Droids. I think those. Yeah. Are oh yeah. Actually, really. Oh, cool. it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm not concerned about the quality of it. Again, it's when especially giving Favreau a here's the universe and here's some story points create your world it's going to be fantastic because he's not constrained by anything he can make well, whatever he wants Filoni's involved with it right I mean he's uh, yeah he's it, helping with the story um, yeah okay so that gives okay. me more confidence before um, they actually greenlit the story Favreau was so excited for the project that he wrote mm-hmm. like three or four of the episode scripts just nice, wanted to nice. Like, yeah this is what it, what it's going to be yeah Favreau's you know, excited about something that's generally a good thing. Yeah, yeah. He's the man that gave us Iron Man. I have faith in him to to keep this thing going. Yeah, exactly. Um, my favorite shot in the trailer was this one gunfight in like a bar, and then you see him use his grappling hook to pull a guy oh, through yeah. a door and then shut the door. So it sort of looks like it cuts. Yeah, in they, the yeah, yeah. They, they, they cut away just yeah. when. Yeah. So yeah. who knows. That was a total Captain Mal move. It was yeah. <laughs> that, that gun that the yeah the gun and just the shooting looks like Mal, right? Yeah. I'm uh, and then you know he'll probably show up sometime in the series just because. Well, and I mean, like John Favreau did work with Joss a lot in the early the early stages of Marvel, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know whether there's some influence or maybe even some some seek you know quiet assistance on it because uh, it's gonna be like I said, the vibe is so uh, Serenity. Mm. That I'm sure he probably picked Joss's brain somewhere along the line. Yeah. There's mm. seepage between these things. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, seepage. Yeah. War, uh, phrasing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since Disney technically owns that now, too. So they can have Very true. About getting sued for copyright infringement. This is when we find out that the Serenity is actually part of Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That'd be amazing. Part of me want, yeah. Part of me wants that. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, am happy to see them explore other parts of the the Star Wars universe. Frankly, I think their best strategy now. I mean, you know, we'll talk about where Star Wars, you know, ends this year at some mm-hmm. point. But I think it's, I think it's really important for them to, uh, you know, uh, tell different stories in settings that people actually enjoy. And I think having the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan going back in time might be the best place for them to go right now, because, you know, I think the new stuff is debatable in terms of how popular it is. Uh, But, you know, I think there's still some goodwill left with Ian McGregor. And Mm -hmm. uh, I know as a child, I mean, I love Boba Fett. I mean, he was just such an interesting concept to me. So, I mean, this is like a childhood dream come true. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm a little cynical. I feel like that, they're purposely doing these shows because they know they can't go forward. So they have to go backward. But I think there's a lot of potential there and you know, I, I hope they're good shows. Um, well, it's not necessarily uh, just about, no, sorry. No, no, go, 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 oh, go ahead. It's not necessarily just about going forwards yeah. or backwards and that, but placing it in certain times and situations that Canaan uh, and the outcome of it and that don't have as big of an impact on our lives and that, and basically, you know, don't ruin a, an entire series for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's like, a lot of debates. I agree. Well, and the, uh, I mean, the advantage they have too is like we, we saw with that that massive timeline that was released too is that there's a good like 20 year gap between the end of Jedi and the beginning of Force Awakens, where again they have they can place any new property they want can fill that spot. Mm. 
where it's the resistance is you know building up the new republic and all that's happening they have all that timeline to fill yeah mm-hmm. so i i think if they're smart if they're going forward with all their new series don't try to have stuff take place after this new trilogy fill that gap see but even like like rogue one that did phenomenal numbers in the box office yeah. it was a story where people knew what was going to happen because are, are we, we going to talk about the special preview or whatever they called it the you know the the little extra the extra little scene the teaser the, the teaser trailer oh yeah 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 oh, that's that's yeah. Thing. okay all right all right well that's, that's the thing that's, that happened before the the right right yeah. don't worry okay. we'll talk about that yeah um, okay I, okay I know we're gonna talk about this in December but I hope that when Star Wars moves forward after um, episode nine that yeah. they get away from this era completely like oh, yeah, yeah. either go way into the future Wait, or way did you say past. did you say era. Yeah, error. Oh, okay. No, error, error. Okay. I wasn't sure what I heard. Um, I wanted to check. I, yeah, I just, they need to move away from it. Um, just get away. That's that's all I want. They will. Well, they, they will. They will. Like, they will. But you never we'll, know. They might we'll, be like, we'll talk we'll about talk this. About in December. December. We'll talk about it in December. We'll talk about it. We'll probably we have two. Uh, honestly, I think we're going to probably have two episodes. <laughs> one for the <laughs> just the last movie and then one where... Where yeah. it goes from there. There's Let's the have a party. Moment. We'll, we'll there's, get there's the where things are going to go, and then there's the one that gets the bright blue E on it, which is us discussing uh, the, the last movie. I assume, yeah, I assume both of them are going to have E's. Uh, anyway, let's move forward from there to I think Steve's favorite announcement from uh, Disney Plus. And that's Lizzie McGuire's coming back. Lizzie McGuire's coming back after many years off the air. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Hillary, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Hillary what's Duff her name? Back. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hillary Duff is back, uh, playing a 30-ish year old uh, Lizzie McGuire, who's now in New York, and um, it's sort of her going through her life that way. And it's going to have all the charm of Lizzie McGuire, but set in an adult-ish world. I am actually not that big a fan of Lizzie McGuire. I watched the show and I thought it was really cute. So I, I think it's kind of interesting to have, you know, a. a uh, it's not a reboot. What is this? A continuation. Continuation. And uh, that was a really weird show, guys. So I'm really curious, you know, like how they're going to do it yeah. with an adult version. Like, are they going to have the cartoons like they did in the... It's going to yeah. be like, it's going to yeah. be G-rated Sex in the City is what it's going to be. Maybe, yeah. maybe, which like, would be fun. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of potential. It's just such an interesting kind of weird out of left field idea. And I, yeah. I'm all for it. So, there, yeah. there are a lot of shows that came back after many years off the yes. air. Uh, Veronica yeah. Mars and yeah. um, Gilmore Girls are two that come to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin Peaks. Twin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the type of show I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Twin Peaks can come back in like 20 years still, and people will still yeah. be confused by everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the actors will be dead by then. Will that's they never, or will that, they be holograms? And that never yeah. stopped him this last Yeah, it didn't series. matter. It's <laughs> true. Um, so there was a lot of backlash with those two Gilmore Girls and... Veronica yeah. Morris because um, they had grown up situations. Um, I feel like. Do you, do you think something might like like that might happen with Liz McGuire? I feel like no. Disney is no. one of those people that uh, places that were. I started. I know think. Um, well, I, mean, I, I didn't. I didn't watch Veronica Mars when it came back because I wasn't a huge fan of it after the first season when it was on TV in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gilmore Girls, I I had watched um, just given based on circumstance when it was out um i think that the issue that people had with the gilmore girls relaunch was that it that you had 
an established relationship with these characters that they'd spent seasons upon and people had been watching and rewatching thanks to streaming and Netflix and all the ways to go back into watching it. And then they did the reboot series, like the, the continuation, I don't want to say reboot, the continuation series. And it seemed like the characters that, like the characters that you know and love were suddenly doing stuff that was completely against what you would watch them do for seasons upon seasons. And, you know, all of a sudden they're doing this really stupid crap yeah, Gilmore Girls, yeah. especially where it's like all of a sudden Rory became a complete freaking idiot. Yeah, so um, and, like did like almost actually, a one eighty on that character with Lizzie McGuire. I think they're capitalizing on the fact that the majority of the people that watched that show when they were kids are now old enough to ha- be able to get Disney Plus because they're adults now that they can go back to that character and having now grown up, they can revisit this character and give her more. I don't want to say mature because that always has a connotation, but like more adultish problems to deal with, mm-hmm. but still they can still keep a lot of the levity behind it while still yeah. maturing yeah. the stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, Hillary Duff's grown up too. So it's not like they can pretend like she's a kid still like yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the first time. I feel like Disney did a really good thing when they, uh, made Girl Meets World, which was a sequel series to Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, yeah. Cor- Corey and Topanga grew up and they had kids. Yeah. And it, it was still, it still felt like Boy Meets World, but yeah. they were grown up and they had kids, so they had that yeah. type of relationship. It was really neat. So yeah. I assume that they're going to do the same thing with Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I think based on their track record, because Disney has made a lot of family shows and they're really, and that's a perfect example, you know, mm-hmm. them. Uh, pushing the timeline forward, uh, I think there's a lot of potential for or for Elizabeth McGuire. Um, just you know, for all the reasons you guys said, I, yeah. I don't think I think especially they they probably saw what happened with Gilmore Girls and they're like, okay, we're not yeah. going to go there. You know, yeah, we'll want more Elizabeth McGuire, just an like you know an adult version, and we'll mm-hmm. play that weirdness you know accordingly. Yeah, and for the listeners who haven't heard our thoughts on Gilmore Girls or Veronica Mars, uh, we have past episodes where we talk about both of the reboots or the mm-hmm. continuation. So, yeah, Hawk, I know you're you're really into Lizzie McGuire. You can you can stay silent <laughs> at this moment. You know, just let it pass. It's cool. We'll go on. To- I think I think the summary of <laughs> a, a G-rated Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, uh, let's speak of uh, more continuations, but this is really a prequel. They showed the first. Um, still from the 101 Dalmatians prequel called Cruella starring Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille. Yeah. Uh, does someone want to talk about um, the setting that they're putting this in? Cause I didn't really read into it. I know you guys. Oh, it's the, it. it's the 1970s London. So it was right in the middle of the, the punk rock scene, mm. like the, the, the punk rock scene in London. And which you can I, tell the aesthetic uh, based on very that. heavily influenced the aesthetic on that one. I I think I I'd love the shot where you have Emma Stone. She's got the Dalmatians. She's still got the. She's sporting a very I Cruella inspired look. You can see her two little goons behind her that are great callbacks to the to the movie. Yeah, I I think it'll be interesting that they're. I I like that they're especially with their live action properties. They're kind of going back to the the villain prequel well. Sure. Yeah. It's like we have these established villains. Let's give some of them prequel movies. I mean, Maleficent, notwithstanding, that's its own universe and whatever. Don't care. But it's kind of cool to see them sort of going back with that. It was. I was very thrown because I I saw the picture before I saw the casting on it, mm-hmm. and I sat there and went, "Oh, cool! Helena Bonham Carter's playing Cruella Deville." Looks exactly like Helena Bonham Carter from Sweeney Todd. Like just the, yeah. the, her look and the the hair and all that, and I was like, "Oh crap, that's Emma Stone." 
yikes okay cool but that's again it's very cool because you know it's she's she doesn't look like emma stone she looks like someone completely different mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I i dig the look i think it'll be very cool again i'm really liking that disney plus is really kind of expanding out a lot of their movies without just throwing stuff into into theaters to see what'll happen they're like no we have all this stuff that we can launch on our streaming channel and you're getting you're paying for the channel this is here too if you want to see it cool if you don't you don't have to but it's there if you want it mm-hmm. i think corolla is actually a film property it's not a disney plus one no is it a film or is it, i thought it was a uh, disney plus uh i'm pretty I'm sure, not sure i'm pretty uh-huh. sure it is um just a film no it's i i could be wrong i don't know it was it was filtered in with everything else so i got yeah, by everything. But, yeah, uh, it looks like it's just in the. It's an actual film. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Cool. I, uh, yeah, you know, I, a film. I agree with Matt. I think it's a it's a great idea for them to revisit. I think it's kind of funny. Years and years ago, they rebranded like the princesses as this whole separate, you know, kind of like group, you know. Mm-hmm. And now they've been systematically going through the villains, you know, to like parse out, you know, like new tales. And and yeah. honestly. I think this is the first time I think they've really done something kind of interesting with it, which I wish they would do more of. So I hope this is a, you know, by, by, by setting it, you know, in a different time period, uh, by changing the look, you know, I think these are things that I think could, because just, just telling, just retelling the story, like exactly isn't, I think, you know, as interesting, you know? So I think, I think hopefully, you know, if this does well, I I hope they'll start doing some really interesting Mm -hmm. uh, reduxes, you know, of of their existing. I I hope that they don't make her sympathetic. I hope she's actually a villain in the Mm. film. Like I know, I know there, there, there's always that chance that they'll, you know, sort of do the Maleficent thing where she's sort of good, but sort of bad. But Mm. I don't know. I want her to be evil. Just, oh, her hair, her hairstyle seems to indicate that there could be some duality yeah. there. I mean, and it's very tricky because when, especially when you're making the, you know a Disney villain the hero of a movie, like you can only make them so sympathetic and likable, but you still have to make them likable enough to want to watch a, an hour plus film starring, mm-hmm. you know, featuring them yeah. without crossing that line of oh god, I just I hate watching all of this. So yeah. I mean, that's kind of why they had to make Maleficent likable in those movies yeah. like it or hate it and i hated it but that's i made. hated it too um hey um, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about the sequel together one day yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um any other thoughts on Krell before we move on to another disney film? Uh, i'm looking i'm looking at the photo again and that and i was kind of thinking of it in terms of the punk context and that it looks more like she she totally reminds me of the kind of the british goth and like wave and that she looks like Susie sue from Susie and the banshees yeah uh, so I'm thinking that's going to be heavily influencing the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. I look forward to the soundtracks. Disney usually does a good job with it. Yeah. Anyway, and it's being touted as like a, a crime drama. So I'm I'm intrigued. I'm even more intrigued now. Are. <laughs> that's yeah. confusing and awesome. Um. Anyway, so Disney Plus also announced a film. They showed the trailer for this film, and it's also releasing on Disney Plus. Not also, it's releasing on Disney Plus mm-hmm. the day it releases. It's the live action version. Of Lady and the Tramp. Steve, did you end up watching the trailer that I saw? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah I did check it out. Uh, um, yeah, that's cute. That looks neat. Yeah, unlike The Lion King, this is they're actually using real animals and just you know mm-hmm. doing the the look who's talking. The, yeah, a little talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is actually great. This is the first opportunity I've ever been able to actually use this line in a connotation that is actually legitimate. It was thrilling. It was riveting. It was better than Cats. <laughs> Cats, the the amazing musical that's uh, coming out this uh, December, the one that we're all going to go see and maybe make yep. a commentaries. 
thrown out of the theater. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, hmm. I, I yeah. vowed to live stream, it and I had I had enough votes between us and between the, <laughs> the, and the random people on. Twitter. I had enough vote. I had enough votes, and I am going to try to live stream my reaction on that. So we'll see what happens there. So, so lady in the tramp. Yes, very yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh it's I th- I it looks really cute. I love the fact that they actually got live animals yeah. to perform. Um yeah, they they sort of looked they they were more um expressive than watching any of the Lion King people. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. They're real animals. Or or Dumbo and the Yeah. Sure. Well, Dumbo Dumbo um, was fine. I thought Dumbo looked neat. Anyway, that's not. Never and and it's 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 just for the nostalgia factor on factor in, yeah. in this one. I'm really, really glad just knowing because it's 20. This is coming out in what 2019. This is coming yeah, out November, plus, November 12th. November, uh, because it's 2019, they've probably cut the cats out of the movie. <laughs> but, but it would have been really cool to see that sequence done live. But I know that they will not because anyone that knows this movie knows when, when I talk about the cats. Yeah, what maybe, I'm talking about. maybe they do an updated version. You can't do an updated version of that song. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that would be like I, them putting the crows into the live action Dumbo. You just can't do it. it they were there, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> they were flying you know, above, not saying anything. Not, not <laughs> named Jim and flying around and singing songs. So I, mean, I don't think they're going to have the two cats. Either way. <laughs> It looks very cool. It looks definitely like it stayed very close to true to the original material. They even had the little throwback to the the, the spaghetti, the spaghetti scene. scene. That, that looks super. Right. You know that it, it happens in there. Whether it's there's the the sassy Italian chefs playing. They are. Them out. They, they are. Oh, no. They're there. They're they're in the poster. You can see them in the back. Oh, see, I, didn't, I haven't seen the poster. I just yeah. watched the trailer. It's super so. cute. But I I love that Up they're doing this. Are okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and I think this was where I got confused with Cruella because I remember seeing this and hearing that it was getting launched right away. So I assumed Cruella was too. But I like that there are some of these remakes that they're doing. They can launch right onto to Disney Plus. Platform. They don't have to worry about trying to do a cinematic and go with it. They can just make a and again because like the the act the voice actors I recognize them but I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So same. they can actually just get a really solid cast together and put the property out without having to worry about the the name marketability that they have to throw if they're doing a big cinematic film. I think even the cast is also fairly um, well-known, too. Um, yeah. I, they're I known, but they're not names. They're not like... I, I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. There was no one that I, in the trailer. I'm like, oh, it's that person. I'm like, I recognize them, and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay, it's these people. Ah, G- Tessa Thompson and Justin Theroux. Yeah. Oh, Monet. Oh. Kiersey Clemens, Benedict Wong, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're not super big. Yeah. That's fair. They're great characters, phenomenal characters. But I, I, I know every single one of those yeah. names. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm like, this, these are all awesome actors. They're all great character actors, which will do phenomenal when a lot of them are going to be voicing dogs. Yeah. 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 True. Um, anyway, let's go from one very cute thing to another cute thing Pixar. Uh, so Pixar showed their upcoming film. And they announced a new one as well. Their most or their next film is called Onward. It's a fantasy, modern fantasy tale, uh, starring Tom Holland and Chris uh, Star Lord. Which one's him? Chris Pratt. 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 <laughs> as brothers, We're going on an adventure. The Onward. Anyway, um, this is a film I'm looking forward to. Thoughts on it? The trailer's been out for a while. It looks cute. Uh, it'll look. It'll be. I mean, watching. Star's always good. Yeah, 
No, 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 not always good, but but yeah. they're getting they're they're getting back to what they're good at again. Yeah. Was there a, was there a bad Pixar film? Uh, well, I don't know. Those cars. Were the good dinosaur cars movies were kind of dumb after a while, yeah, so that was that was yeah. cash grab. The good dinosaur was not bad. It was it wasn't right. bad. It just wasn't great. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. This trailer didn't exactly grab me in that, but yeah. then again, like Coco didn't until I actually sat down and watched yeah. the entire thing. Uh, Coco is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was. absolutely yeah. was. But I mean, yeah, I was the same way where like I saw the trailer for Coco and I was like, oh, it looks kind of neat. And then I saw the movie. I'm like, oh, this is phenomenal. They just yeah. didn't know how to market it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This isn't even really what I wanted to talk about for Onward because Onward had Tom Hall in there. <laughs> he was there and he wanted to talk. Um, he had the, you know, he was at the thing. So he had talked about the film. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he didn't really mention the whole Spider-Man thing that's going on. Does someone want to explain what's happening with Spider-Man? Because we haven't talked about it. Uh, uh, Disney and Sony uh, basically are divorced parents now, and Tom Holland is basically being fought over for custody. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, really, no. he's not fought over. <laughs> yeah, he's going to live with his mom. Yeah, it's Sony the mom. <laughs> no, Sony's the dad. Sony's the dad. I was going to say, he's sort of abusive yeah, and doesn't really know dad. what to do. Um, <laughs> he's doing Sony's doing its best, but it doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, they. Um, so for those that don't know, um, the original view was to have, um, you know, have Marvel oversee the Sony produced films, you know, for quality and whatnot. I think mm-hmm. it was Tom. What was the name of that exec over there at Sony? Tom Rothman. Rothman. Yeah. So Tom yeah. Rothman said, "Well, you know, they know what they're doing, so that's why we're giving it to them." That's what he originally said back in. When mm-hmm. they announced that he was going to show up in Civil War. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, he decided that they know what they're doing now because the last Spider Man movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, it only I mean, made a billion dollars, so clearly they don't know what they're doing. Uh, we'll probably well, find out a little more about this. As a pr- uh, sorry, what were you going to say, Hawk? Uh, basically, the statement was is that it's, it's not that they don't know what they're doing. It's that Kevin Fahey, is, his workload just won't permit him to... Uh, that's what know, Sony right. said, but Marvel's yeah, already been like, no. It's a, yeah, <laughs> it's a very... It's no. very. It was a very pointed statement because he said he's too busy working yeah. on other the newly acquired superhero franchises. Yeah, I, I have a personal grudge against Tom Rothman amongst many individuals in Hollywood, so I don't want to get into it right now. Yeah, I we're going to do an episode, on, episode on why this guy is one of the biggest boogeymen yeah. and uh, ruined an entire decade of movies that, uh, yeah. that uh, we all suffered through. But anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe anything that he says, but I mean, frankly, I mean, just look at the timing of it. They announced this just before D 23 to take all the wind out of the sales, you know, yeah. of their main rivals. And yeah, it's, it's not that they don't know what they're doing. It's just, this is the perfect time. Spider-Man's been propped up by Marvel to such an extent that, yeah, if they just said tomorrow we're going to do Venom versus Spider-Man, that'd make a billion dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe they, they, they actually, they actually announced uh, right before D 23 that they're Venom too. doing, no, not that that was a while before, but um, oh, okay. they announced that far from home is getting an extended edition in theaters. I think this upcoming weekend yep. so yeah. that they can push it higher numbers, but the, the internet is not going <laughs> apparently yeah. no one wants to go see yeah. it. For the extra footage, four minutes. Yeah. Which everyone's no. like, yeah, who cares? Because we're not going to see how this wraps up anymore. Yeah. So no one cares what you did. Yeah. <sighs> Any uh, other well. thoughts on the on it? Oh, anyway, so Colin said um, he didn't mention the the thing, but he he told the audience there, all the cheering fans, that he loved them three thousand. 
Yeah. 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 That's that was <sighs> a, a really act. yeah, that was a really classy thing. And for once, uh he said exactly the right thing without <laughs> yeah. going into yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. actually quite impressed with how he handled it. Well, because, and I mean, I, I feel bad for him because his hands are really tied right now. Yeah. Like, on the one yeah. He's like, I love playing this character. I want to keep playing it. And yes, I know. And, you know, it's, again, it's the like, I, I love mom and dad equally because they're both looking after me, but I got to go with <laughs> who I'm told to go with and I got to do what I'm told to do. I can't fight it. Yeah, I don't whether, think, whether he thinks it's right or not is inconsequential. He I don't signed think with he Sony does. for two extra movies, like before yeah. all of this stuff happened, too. So he's just like, yeah, I'm stuck. He's stuck. Yeah, he I can't don't. Go anywhere. I don't think he loves them equally. I, didn't he like unsubscribe to like Sony's Sony? So that's funny. And the best part too is that you know, with any movie, Spider-Man movie property that's coming out. Holland's not going to have the handlers that he had assigned when they were doing the Marvel press junkets to keep him from spoiling everything. Yeah. <laughs> and bless his heart. I hope he has the wherewithal to realize I'm notorious for doing this. I'm just going to spoil these movies in the press junkets so that people will just, the movies will tank and then I can go back to Marvel and do what I want to do. <laughs> if he was smart, that's what I would, if I was me, that's what I would do. And like, I'm going to purposely spoil these. I think he's going to be very smart and just keep his mouth shut and that, yeah. and just let Sony do it, do what it does best and tank up the spider. You, know, you <laughs> know what he should do or what Marvel should do is that um, they should make a, a film where, um, where Aunt May and him go undercover and change their last name to Riley, and he changes his first name to Ben for his uncle. Bro, I, I we had this conversation <laughs> yeah, a week yeah. ago where I said that the smart thing to do would be to keep him yeah. involved as, and make him Ben <laughs> Riley. Yeah, they just should just mention Ben Riley, you know, uh, and, and just say that in another movie, and that yeah. would be enough. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think because he, he can't be Spider Man. They own the rights to Spider Man. He can't be Peter Parker. Somebody owns Peter Parker. They don't own Tom Holland. He can show up in the movie, and if they call him Ben Riley, and he doesn't do any of the Spider-Man things, yeah, he could be. He a, could be the, he you know, you know, he even, could be the night monkey. Yeah, <laughs> if, he, if he showed up in Deadpool three, like sitting on a couch, um, and then like also in the apartment are Andrew Garfield and um, oh, oh, oh. Spider-Man, Toby Maguire. That would be awesome. Deadpool, amazing. <laughs> because well, they can't have a Spider-Man Deadpool movie, which Ryan Reynolds really, really wanted. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was really upset when that happened because he was looking forward to doing that crossover. Yeah, yeah. just as a preview of our Tom Rothman episode, Tom Rothman personally, <laughs> personally blocked the, uh, the, the creation of uh, Deadpool as, a, as his own uh, series. He, yeah. he personally stopped yeah. that. So he didn't think there was any marketability. Yeah. 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 He also came up with the idea, this is a rumor, that when, uh, when they made uh, uh, a Wolverine Origins, Mm. Uh, to sew Deadpool's yeah. mouth shut. So this, this anyway. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> all those. He, he was the one that apparently Ryan Reynolds was making all the jokes about and jokes about. Yeah, yeah. In the first Deadpool movie. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, let's move on to something uh, also happy yes. from Pixar. Yeah. Um, they announced a new movie called Soul, which is about this um, this teacher. Um, their first black lead for Pixar played by Jamie Foxx mm -hmm. and he unexpectedly dies and he sort of meets up with this soul played by Tina Fey and they go on this adventure that they haven't really talked about because you know they want to 
you know, tell that story during the first trailer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You say happy. I don't know if it's really going to be happy. I mean, it's going to be moving. Well, the, the, the inside uh, out was happy, <laughs> but it was also yeah, very yeah. sad. Yeah. I, 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 I believe, I can't remember if it was at D23 or afterwards, they were talking about how he's like the, the teacher is a big jazz fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was at D23. So, which is why it's, which yeah. is why it's soul because it's, you yeah. know, it's physically soul plus yeah, exploring that. Yeah. But Basically, it's the latest effort from the people that brought us Inside Out, which is yep. you know, yeah, yeah, one of those great picks. It'd be brutal. Just listening to that concept, I'm like, oh, so this is uh, Jazz Coco. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's Jazz Coco mixed with Inside Out, and yeah, Inside Out emotions. It's Inside Out Jazz Coco, aka Welcome to Crying for Two Hours. Hello, yeah. up. you didn't have anything on But me. you know what? But that's what Pixar does great, though, is yeah. it finds things that really just punches you in the heart. Yeah. But makes you feel warm and happy at the end of it. They've mm. been doing that since day one. Toy Story 1. Yeah. And yeah. you know that... Um, punches you in the heart and makes you feel real happy. The director for Inside Out also worked on Up. Like, he was one of the artistic leads. No, I'm not Shocking. surprised. And that beginning, like that, first, that first 10 minutes... They're gonna do that. They're gonna do that in Seoul. You know it because he dies. Look at Coco. The end. The ending of Coco, where he comes back and plays the song. Uh, Don't tell me you didn't get misty when that happened. Oh, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Bing bong. Pixar is. Pixar is. Yeah. (laughs) Pixar is phenomenally good at getting really, really good, like dramatic movies that are still really, really light and kids can go watch them and get them. But it, like the adults, it really hits you in the feels because you can relate to whatever the story is they're telling. Mm-hmm. Or, like Wreck-It Ralph, they were able to do that with video games. Wreck-It Ralph's so good. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, 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 think it, I think it's going to be a great movie. I had to make the joke because I, I read the synopsis. I'm like, oh, it's Jazz Coco. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> it, it looks amazing and I, I can't wait. Tina Fey and, and Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. They're, yeah. they're, they're both amazing actors, so. They're going to yeah. play amazingly off each other. Let's move on to something lighter. Um, there are two Disney Plus shows that I wanted to talk about. They, annou- they showed the trailers for one of them, and they announced the other one. The first one is a Pixar joint. It's called Monsters at Work. It mm. happens right after Monsters, Inc. So these two new recruits to Monsters, Inc., uh, on their first day, they switch over to Laughter, which is what happened at the end of um, right. Inc. So they are trying to figure out how to do yeah. that concerning their new hires and they're, they yeah. were trained for scaring. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think it's going to be cute. It's, I'm yeah. sure they'll, they'll have cameos from yeah. Like, Billy Crystal and John Crystal Goodman, Goodman yeah. cameos, but they won't be the focus no, no, of no. this one. The new people are going to be the focus. It'll, but it's, it's good to see that they're still pursuing that property without just doing a nut, like, you know, doing a prequel or anything like that. There's yeah, like, yeah. it's their secondary characters that aren't worth the focus originally, but it's the same universe. It'll be cute. They already did the prequel. So yeah. now let's move forward. Exactly. Um, the other one that I want to talk about is a live action film. It's a live action series. It's on the national geographic portion of this. <laughs> and it is the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and he goes through any topics. Um, like he talks about denim and there's, other type of things, but it's like, well, the it's, it's are so varied, and it looks. Yeah, it's up- just, it's just, it's just apparently stuff that he thinks is interesting and he's interested in. He's like, we're gonna learn everything we can about um, about denim because I like denim. Yeah, yeah. Like but it's uh, it's also something he absolutely knows nothing about. So yeah. he just goes into the, each episode like a babe in the woods. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just it's being like, it's like, yeah, denim and ice cream and tattoos. I'm like, none of these things are connected. <laughs> I love this. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. This is amazing. amazing. And also, day and release, December, November 12th. So that's, oh man. Nice. Plus is going to kill. Like, yeah. Kill everything. Um, November for sure. They're going to just yeah. fire through everything in November. And for our American mm. listeners, if you are a D23 member, there is a free tier. You can save for the first three years, $4 off a month. For Disney Plus, um, unfortunately, it's not available to Canadians. Sorry, guys, Burr. but um, that's that's like 125 bucks off. For yeah, that, that's, that saves us 125 bucks. So, yeah, if he can come up with the money up front for the first three years. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, you just have yeah. to you just have to um, sign a contract for those three years. You don't have to pay the whole three. Years. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's even better. But that's that's what D23 was really about. Ultimately, they were trying to like get people to sign up for three years. I mean, that's why they were. They didn't announce this at D23. It was just on their the random website under free. Yeah, people. yeah, but that's why they announced all that stuff all together. I mean, they they tried. Right. Three years like, like they needed people to D twenty D twenty three was about like you know here's Disney Plus you ready yeah get your here's Disney out. Plus is there any more things from Disney Plus that we need to talk about yes uh, because we're going into Marvel oh, yes. well yeah Marvel is next we'll end yes um we'll end Marvel's the Marvel section with the film but we're yeah. gonna go into the series that they mentioned the first one I want to talk about is their What If series mm-hmm. um I and there are two. There were two images that they released. I don't know if you saw the first one. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's character for the Watcher. The Watcher. So they showed the first image of um, the Watcher. It was mm-hmm. in the banner for Marvel, and he looks amazing. He looks yep. like ones from Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, nice. know, yeah, that looks cool. They also showed the first episode is going to be about Peggy Carter and her getting the Super Soldier Serum and turning into Captain Britain with a Captain America type shield, but with the Union Jack on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they showed the animation style. And it sort of looks like the the Disney Forces of Destiny type animation. What do you guys think of this? Uh, awesome. I I yeah. love the fact that they're pursuing the Watchers as an entity in the Marvel Universe after that tease that James Gunn, James Gunn gave us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that they're leading off with with Captain Carter. Yeah. Um, and I only call it that because that's what Haley Outwell called yeah, it. That's, she called yeah, it Captain Carter. Yeah, yeah. As she should, because Captain well, Carter is awesome. And because I'm sure they're probably saying, if the fact that she corrected that, I'm sure they're saving Captain Britain for something coming up. But anyways, um, I, I love the fact that that's what they're, and because again, it's also, it's her and like skinny Steve Rogers in like a weird yeah, yeah. proto looking Iron Man suit mm-hmm. uh, as her site, as her Bucky. So I love, I love that that's <laughs> happening. I think that's going to be phenomenal. I think they're going to find a lot of the comedy plus the the drama they can create with all those episodes. They have they have everyone back for it, so it's going to be phenomenal either way. Yeah, like I I'm a big fan of the What If comics. That was one of my favorite series. Because, yeah, you know, like just the 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 twisting of you know established storylines always interested me, and uh, and so I mean to see that uh, you know be realized as as a show. Uh, Especially because the MCU cares so much about uh, its fans' love of its continuity, uh, you know, because everybody you know who, who loves the MCU uh, knows you know all the references and all the connections. So for them to take that very well-established uh, lore and twist it is just a further, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know what to call it, uplifting, a further examination of things that fans already really enjoy. And I yeah. think that's, that's just brilliant, yeah. especially because they have the, they have the casts uh, to do the voice acting. And uh, I think, yeah, animating it is, is a great solution to tell all these like Absolutely. weird, weird yeah. twisted stories mm-hmm. from 
you know, standpoints that you already uh, really know very well. So it's, it's just going to be fabulous. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 And, and the, they haven't said the rating, but apparently it's going to be all over because it is animated and it's on Disney plus. Um, the one bit from the what if trailer that they showed that I'm really um, excited for. And I know Hawk is probably excited for this. I'll, I'll just, I'll paint the scene. It's uh, Bucky Barnes in the middle of a fight on a train and there's a silhouette of Captain America approaching. Mm-hmm. But when he steps into the light, it's zombie Captain America. <laughs> so yeah. you're doing Marvel zombies. Yeah. And, it's, and it's the Cap Winter Soldier fight. Nice. How amazing is that? That's something oh, you would never see. Like, yeah, I, I would never expect it. Never. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, sorry to gush about it further, but I mean, like that's that's been the thing that I've been so impressed with MCU is is how much they respect the the source material and and through what if they can like do things like you just said, like they wouldn't be able to do in the movies because they're too random or they would, you know, mess with what they're trying to do. But, but I just, I just love that they, that they love the source material so much to, mm-hmm. to like advance these uh, plots and share them, you know, with the, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And props to Kevin Feige for taking a chance on this and being like, yeah, you know what? Fans will love this. Oh yeah. For it. And you know that yeah. he's really good at these, at knowing what fans like not expect, but sort of what they need at that moment. Yeah. It just yeah. like who thought that guardians of the galaxies w- would work. Right. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Especially that team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, no, it's, 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 it's a good especially, And I mean, especially going into the what ifs, it's also a great way to introduce other characters. They may not have been introduced. Oh, yet. sure. Yes. Yes. That's true. Doing yeah. a what if and bringing in different perspectives and all that. It creates infinite possibilities and i mean the stories can keep going because all you have to do is change one small facet of the story and then branch it off into a what if they've got 10 years of material to go with that they've created yes not even counting other stuff that they can bring in now that they have a lot of the other properties back in their possession again Yeah, and who knows like they did they also announced three new series they could also spin off of those um Mm -hmm. so these three new uh disney plus series were ones that we had hoped for uh, they have announced mm-hmm. She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, and Moon Knight for Disney+. Plus. This is all Phase 4 stuff, so it's all part of this amazing uh, phase that just keeps on expanding. That I, <laughs> They still have stuff that they haven't announced. And uh, What do you guys think of these properties? <laughs> Those are great um, choices. They're, they're great choices. I'm very intrigued by the fact that they've basically said that WandaVision is going to be almost a sitcom. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, how that yeah. plays out. Uh, well, I, I, the, the most recent Vision comic was sort of like that too. Yeah, yeah. So and I kind of like it. you know, it's like a, a mix of like high yeah. action and then like rom com sitcom. I mean, I like I like that. I think it could be really interesting. Yeah, with those um, actors especially. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you've got Elizabeth Olsen who's who's great at stuff like that, and Paul Bettany who has a really that really dry sense of humor. Yeah, I think couple. it'll be really and mm. it kind of plays off. I mean, the bits that they had in Infinity War where you could, like, they were trying to be, and even Civil War where they were a couple and they were dealing with coupling <laughs> stuff. It just happened to be the fact they were hiding at the time. Right. And yes. we definitely need Answers. more sweater vest um, vision in our lives. Yeah. Yes. Well, we need a physical vision in our lives at this point in time. But, uh, but yeah, well, clearly they're bringing them back. If it's a sitcom, it's hard <laughs> to have a sitcom with a computer unless that's the route they're going to go, in which case I'm really intrigued to see how they do that. It's the Marvel mm-hmm. version of She. um yeah ms marvel she hulk moon knight i i I, it'll be interesting to see uh how they handle them but i think they're all great launching points for tv series yeah one thing i wanted to say about she hulk though 
that was one of the first fourth wall breaking characters. So I don't know how they're going to handle that. I don't know if they're going to really push that because Deadpool is sort of the fourth wall breaking character now. Mm-hmm. But uh, regardless, I, I think there's some good representation there. And, and yeah. I, I, I had wanted uh, Moon Knight. Now, I don't know how they're going to handle that because it's not a fairly brutal series now. Well, the, yeah. It's going to be different in that because they are going to play into the whole like, you know, mental illness thing. And that is right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is this stuff real or is he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can oh. like probably one of the darker films was Winter Soldier. So if they yeah. go that route, like not super dark, but fairly yeah. dark, yeah, yeah, still work. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they, I can see us walking a pretty good line with the uh, with PG thirteen with a lot of their Marvel properties, and I mean they can get away with that because the 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 MPAA grounds for PG thirteen have significantly changed over the years. So <laughs> I think they can, they can delve a lot into what they do without having to go you know full McFarlane level violence with yeah. a lot of what they want to do. Yeah, she she Hulk, I also wonder like would she be more lawyer than she would Hulk? Because there are some runs where she's yeah pretty much that right um, yeah. It could be their first procedural. Who knows? Which would also, I mean, that would, again, it's an intriguing concept. That was a really goofy comic. So, I mean, I, yeah, there's a lot of ways. Same with Ms. Marvel, actually. Yeah. Both of those are potentially like comedies, right? So I don't know. Oh, yeah. I feel like Ms. Marvel is going to go more towards the teen comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, she and is, that's, and that's the best way to go about doing it, too, is if yeah. they follow that route. Um Especially because it then opens the door for one of my favorite Marvel characters to come in, which is Squirrel Girl. Girl. Yes, yeah. Squirrel Girl is the best. Yeah, they're probably uh, saving her. But that's thing. If you bring in like bringing in Miss Marvel, that that does kind of open the door to bring her in as well too, which would be very very cool to see. Mm-hmm. So Squirrel Girl has shown up in a couple of the animated um, yeah. movies and series right. that they had for Marvel. Yeah. And they have an amazing actress for her. What's her name? Anna uh, Hendricks? No. no. Um, Melania Van Trubb. You should look her up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'll look her up for you. Um, and she looks like Squirrel Girl. If she, if they did a live action one and got her, because she's an amazing voice actress for her, yeah. um, it would be perfect. Like mm. I could totally see it. I'm sending you her oh, yeah. on Wikipedia right now. Nice. The the fact that they could bring in Squirrel Girl on Disney Plus would be perfect. Kids It'd would be, love it. Yeah, she's an amazing character. She's beaten Thanos in the comics. Yep. So, you know, I'm 100% Squirrel Girl. She's also my favorite character in Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, she's not in the third one, uh, which yeah. I think is a oversight. <laughs> if you're listening, Team Ninja, pop her in there. Damn huh. it. <laughs> uh, did, have you looked at her? Uh, her Wikipedia page uh, lately. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You really should, uh, she's set to star as Dorian green squirrel girl in the new warriors television series set in the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. That's an animated one is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's already come out. That came out in 2018. Did it? Okay. Yeah. Um, she's wonderful in it. And if you haven't seen it, you definitely do it. That was set. That was, um, that was a TV show or series or movie that was aimed at teenagers and they had like a young captain Marvel and all this other stuff. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Highly recommended, especially if you have a daughter. Oh, yeah. Anywho. Hey, she was oh, no, in Lizzie McGuire. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she'll show up there again. <laughs> Extended cinematic television universe. There we go. It's all one thing now. Yeah. So let's move on to the last piece of uh, Marvel news that they... Um, it was pretty big. They, they brought out the cast for The Eternals. Um, they showed off the artwork for each of the main actors... Mm-hmm. And then they announced two new people as part of the Eternals. 
Gemma Chan, who was also in Captain Marvel, she's playing Cersei in The Eternals. And Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones is playing the Black Knight. Yeah. Of these two, or everything that they announced for the Eternals. They even showed off um, more celestial images. Oh, man. It's just yeah. everything. For the benefit of uh, everyone else listening, who else is already uh, slated to be in the Eternals? It's amazing. Richard uh, Madden. Richard Madden is Icarus. So the Stark boys get a reunion on screen. Angelina Jolie is playing Thena, or Thena? Thena, I think. Gemma Chan is playing Cersei. Kit Harrington is playing the Black Knight, aka Dane Whitman. Sama Hayek is playing Ajak. Kamali Nanjani is playing Kingo. Barry Keoghan is playing Druig. Brian Tyree Henry is playing Fastos. Dong Siok Ma is playing Gilgamesh. Leah McHugh is playing Sprite. And Laura Lauren Ridloff is playing Makari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's uh, amazing. I've al- I've always loved the epic quality of jack kirby's work and uh and and the the impact he had ultimately on both the dc and the marvel universe so to see marvel actually take this really far out stuff and treat it so seriously with such a an impressive cast makes me quite Mm -hmm. hopeful i have no idea how they're going to do it but you know i said that for years and years i was just like oh boy thor this is going to derail everything oh boy guardians of the galaxy this is going to derail everything and then when they finally got to dr strange i was like oh maybe they can pull it off yeah and man, oh, they got this, you know. So you know, it, that's the one thing I love about the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Properties, is that they always, every time they have a thing where it's like, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. That's my greatest feeling is when I can say, I don't know how they're going to pull this off, knowing know that gonna, they have a plan yeah. and they have this all set. They're not just you know throwing it out there as a slapdash thing. They're if they have picked this property, they've picked it for a reason, mm-hmm. and yeah. they have spent the time making sure that it's going to look the best that it possibly can. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's gonna be great. They also mentioned something really neat at D twenty three. They said that this is gonna have the, they're gonna have their first openly gay character in the movie. It's Icarus, obviously. Yeah. I assume because that's who he is in the book. I but think they so. Didn't, yeah. But they're not gonna make it like, ooh, look, he's gay. It's just part yeah. of his life. He's just he has a husband, yeah, which is how it should be. And, yeah. You know, so I think that it's cool that they said that. They're just like it's gonna be normal, like it's yeah, yeah, normal life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's, like, it's, it's like what Marvel, uh, sorry, not Marvel, what Disney did with uh, Frozen. Yeah. Where this, you know, had that little, that uh, throwaway character that ran the spa that just happened to have a husband and some kids and everyone's like, wait, what? No one cared. <laughs> yeah, no one cared. No. Amazing. I, I, I can't wait for the Eternals. Um, I, I love it. The Neil Gaiman run from 2008-ish, if you haven't read it, mm-hmm. get it now. It's amazing. Hopefully they base some of it off of that. I just... Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, likely. Likely, yes. I mean, they've been using the more modern renditions mm-hmm. for all these things. One of the funniest things during the interviews at D23 is that someone asked Richard Madden, um, or the cast in general, uh, who would win in a fight, the Avengers or the Eternals? And <laughs> he's, he's, he's very diplomatic. The cast was very dip- diplomatic. They're like, well, there wouldn't be an Avengers without the Eternals but we're gods and you know, we wouldn't really fight them. Right. That they're, they're both yeah. guys. And then Kamali Nanjani, um, <laughs> he, he, he butts in. He's like, but if we did fight them, we'd kill them because <laughs> we're yeah. guys. Because <laughs> yeah, they're gods. Like there's not, not even a discussion at that point in time. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I just love them. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, <laughs> thinking about how powerful they are and, what they have to go up against makes me really excited for phase four. Um, that's the other, that's the only thing I'm really confused about is for this movie is who are they going up against? Celestials. Celestials. Yeah. 
So, which, which also, I mean, if, if there was any real questions as to what they were, go- where they were going with this, the fact that they're going up against mm-hmm. Celestials ain't but one Celestial that's still kicking around in a big force in the Marvel Universe. So mm-hmm. I'm re- that I, I have a feeling we're going to see, if not the appearance of, then the seeds of Galactus showing up again at some point oh, in time. Man. I assume we're going to see his Herald in um, Eternals, at least in the post-credit. Maybe well, um, they, we well, may even see young, like a younger Galactus, depending yeah. on the scenario too. Yeah, that's fair. I said when it's set, so yeah. who knows? Yeah, like even yeah, like that's the thing that they and I remember that uh, they said this was going to be kind of show you the seeds of where the Marvel universe started. Yeah, so it's a great way to, you know, bring bring that into effect too because. I'm I'm guessing that if I had to wager a guess, a lot of this will probably have taken place will take place before uh, phase three. Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, if you're having a battle against Thanos and things are going as poorly as they are, the Eternals are probably going to show up at some point in time. Yeah. So the fact sure. that they didn't, I, I, my my theory on this, and I'll put the, I'll throw my wild theory because I it's what I do and it's what I'm known for. If you have this take place before a lot of what happens with the Marvel Cinematic Universe now, they can stomp Galactus, send him away, and he goes away. Then the Celestials, then the Eternals could, you know, go into their slumber. And Galactus side, decides he's going to have to come back and get his revenge, and that sets him up for making his slow return back. Mm-hmm. And then it also sets up, you know, if the Eternals are all forgetting who they are, which is what famously happens in that run. Yeah. Then it's a matter of we need to that that kind of gives you the the, the story arc you need where you know yeah. we need to find these Eternals and bring them back because we don't stand a chance against this Celestial without their help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, where, where where I was thinking was that it happens now, and the Celestial and the Eternals are getting their memories back, which also could, happen. could happen too. Also could happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. speaking of legacies and beginnings and endings. Mm-hmm. Let's go into our last our last topic of the evening and the one that yeah the, the, wow, uh, yeah does everyone does. have the alcohol ready yep mm. good old cronenberg 64 so the one of the biggest releases at d23 and it's the one that you know sort of set the internet a little bit bonkers was <laughs> <laughs> the special look at episode nine the rise of skywalker this trailer starts off with a I don't want to say retrospective, but it's sort of <laughs> summary. nostalgia bomb. <laughs> so it does a summary of the. Remember when these were the past? Killed it. But, but oh no no! Don't it. kill it! Don't kill it! It's all got they, 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 they stayed away from Ryan Johnson. No, they they showed every uh, a small clip from each of the episodes with mm-hmm. a voiceover from old Luke talking yeah. about how he they had passed on all their knowledge. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. Same, 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 uh, same dialogue that they used in the initial trailer. You know, we've, yeah. we've the similar. Oh, the thing was extended, but it was a similar uh, monologue that Luke had from the original teaser. Yeah. It was just a little bit longer. There was yeah. some other stuff. Um, then we get a montage of clips uh, from the new movie coming out this December. We see the heroes going on a desert planet. Ooh, desert planet. Then we see Princess Leia in a jungle planet. We see some spaceships. Ooh, um, yeah. Spaceship, which is nice because they didn't really have any spaceshipy stuff, no battles in the previous films. Yeah. Um, we see something. It's, I like, it's like, like they're going to have a war in the stars. It's so bizarre. Who thought that these movies needed space battles? Uh, 
sort of space battles in the last one. I mean, to be fair, what, was it a battle or was it someone chasing someone very slowly? Yeah, it was, well, it was so the first scene was a battle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there was a battle. Yeah, there was, was that a battle or was it a massacre? <laughs> I guess 50 50. Well, there's yeah, some anyway. there was some space pew pew. Anyway, um, go on. So, luckily, they don't have any of those old bombers in that footage of the uh, well they use them all up i mean that's they have to go back to the old old bombers now the ones with plating yeah the the y-wings oh there were also the b the b-wings which was very exciting to see yes um you know anyway you see star destroyers which is nice because seeing the old imperial stuff a fleet of them no less yeah that that's actually fairly important they talk about that in the novels which i'll talk about later Mm -hmm. um then we see a red-eyed c-3po Yep. Which, <laughs> if anyone saw the the leaked old poster where he has a the bowcaster, I could sort of see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a laser blowing up a planet, a desert planet. It sort of looks like a little red sort of Death Star type ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, orbital shot or something. Then we see obviously some lightsabering on the the ruins of the Death Star too. Mm-hmm. With Kylo and blah blah blah, and the final shot, Ray in a black hood, sort of looking evilly, and yes. double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, so, she's over contoured, which means she's a villain. Yeah. And her eye, she did have the yellow eyes. Did she? I don't think so. No, she doesn't. No, no I don't so. the contour. Yeah. It looked like her eyes were different shades. No, I was just yeah. talking about her like excessive villain makeup. But oh, no, yeah. she, she actually had normal eyes. Yeah, her, her she, she does have darker favorite. lipstick, so yeah. Cool. Okay. Steve is right. <laughs> Again, more importantly, she had the Swiss Army Saber, which is what's the Swiss important. Army Saber. Um, what did you guys think of this trailer without going into the nostalgia part of it? Oh, God. I mean... You guys go first. You guys go first. I mean, it, it's intriguing. Um, I like the fact that they're definitely teasing a very large space battle. Oh, I forgot to mention um, Palpatine's voice at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's this, the large space battle looks intriguing. Uh, we get to, we're seeing more teases of Ray doing some very cool uh, lightsaber Jedi stuff. She has the, the boomerang throw with the saber. Uh, looked very, very cool. Uh, it's nice to see that they, they're, you know, they're not making a CGI exclusive character do a lot of really cool lightsaber stuff. Cause I think the last time we saw someone that depth with it was, was CGI Yoda from episode two mm. or CGI grievous. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's nice to see like a, a human character yeah. Yeah. that's, that is doing some very cool video game style stuff with the saber. It's just nice to see it as opposed to just the stand and deliver, you know, stick fight. Um, <laughs> I mean, Dark Ray, sure, I guess. Without, without context, I don't really want to go too far into it. It looks like a vision. That's what it looks like to me. That's, that's just yeah. it. Like, it could be a vision. It could be... Nobody's buying it. it I mean, that's be, a thing. It could yeah. be her trial. Yeah. 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 Sure. Like, there's, there's nothing to give us anything that this is like an actual plot point. Well, I mean, okay, there's, there's, so, there are some interesting fan theories that people have been throwing around, you know, like relating to things that happened in the last movie and some visuals, you know, is, is she a clone, you know, for instance. But, but here's the bottom line. We don't know anything about her anyway. So yeah. if she turns evil, who cares? Like, it's just, <laughs> that's the problem. Her character has, has absolutely no purpose or function based on the last two films. So she can yeah. do whatever she wants. It doesn't matter. I mean, that, that, that's the bottom line. I mean, if she actually is evil and that's real, who cares? 
for for me and this is just for me because i i personally if this actually happens i will giggle my ass off for days weeks months is if she goes dark and kylo has to actually embrace his good skywalker side to fight her and become the hero sure i will never stop laughing if that's what happens but they should have done that in the last movie you know like like, if, if that's the route that gets followed and it's it's becomes the whole thing becomes his redemption i will never stop laughing because then what the hell was the point of the last two movies nothing so that's just for me is if ray goes actually bad and he has to be the good guy brilliant jj i tip my cap for you for doing a giant uh, f you fake out to everyone on it i doubt that's what's going to happen but it, gosh, it would be nice because I don't know how else they're going to be able to kind of redeem this at this point. Yeah, um, I assume evil C three PO would be kind yeah. of cool too. But you know, yeah. whatever. Well, they, they've had an evil C three PO in the comics. Um, zero not, zero zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the original, the the one that posed as C three PO. Yeah, I don't know. Um, having Ray bad and Kylo good. You know, I assume like I, this is a big assumption because of this being a Skywalker Sega film we can't kill off the the Skywalkers right like is Kylo gonna die at the end that seems like a shit way to end that well family. he again the only way that that works is if she's also a Skywalker there is a big fan theory that she's a clone from there, there's, there's been a th- there's been a theory of that since day one that she yeah. was like i've had that theory with episode one where she was a skywalker and they yeah. did the same thing with her they did with luke and leia stupid where they kept her separate yes. i don't think that's the case i would hope that's not the case without them going into like oh it's a cyclical force thing that we've talked about in other episodes but re- at the end of the day like it's it gave us a lot of cool little nuggets without giving us anything mm. Um, really anything plot wise to go with was there anything that excited you guys in the trailer matt let's start with you i'll end with um well like i said the space like the the shot the shots of all the ships forming in space looked really cool uh ray doing the the boomerang lightsaber throw and then catching it that was very cool to see Hawk? Uh, other than other than that it's just a bunch of teases Hawk? yeah, yeah. it's a big teaser so you know, there are very exciting visuals in that, you know, ships booming into, you know, into formation and that the huge yeah. shots of like, you know, the Imperial fleet or the first order fleet, um, you know, the lightsaber stuff, basically like everything Matt said that, sure. you know, is very exciting. It's, it obviously doesn't give us any direction as to where they're going with this, you know, mm-hmm. could be good, could be bad. Yeah. As you know, I'm the one guy who was not wholly against the last Jedi. So. <laughs> Steve, anything excite you in this uh, trailer? No, I I don't know. Like, yeah, I keep saying we'll save it for later. I mean, see, you don't want to talk. I mean, here's the thing. The two teasers that came out were two minutes long each, mm. and both of them featured a minute of footage from other movies, movies that <laughs> obviously people care more about. So it's a blatant attempt to tap into this. Like, is, remember is there anything that excited you in this trailer? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, not really. No, to be honest, this whole thing's become very clinical to me now. So yeah. I mean, it's a teaser. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be an ass. I, I that's why, I, it, but the teaser's there to either excite you or get you intrigued. And if it doesn't do anything for you, then that's, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm very apathetic. It's, it's all very clinical. Yeah. So yeah. no, not really. Did the last Jedi kill that for you? Well, we'll talk about this later. I mean, the only thing the only thing I care about at this point is 
all these things that we've talked about, all these theories are all intriguing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's, you know, clone, maybe like uh, Palpatine is embodying her body or something, right? Like there's sure. all kinds of interesting things we can discuss. What I'm interested in is what is J.J. Abrams' mandate at this point? Yeah. Is yeah. his purpose in this film to actually save the franchise or to kill the current uh, trilogy? Well, because it's to end this way. They're not, they're not yeah. doing this anymore. Yeah. So. No, no, but what I mean, though, is like that's the only thing I'm interested in when we actually see this movie. Is yeah. he actually trying to save the trilogy or is he actually trying to actually amputate so that they can mm-hmm. now proceed beyond like this horrible debacle and actually do some fun Star Wars? Yeah, it is very true. Like, they could, this literally could be the like, it, they, if the worst case scenario, they could literally be like, Jedi and Sith are no more. They've wiped each other out completely. The forces, no yeah. force users exist. And then literally it's the end of the entire saga. Yeah. Well, more importantly, then, the end of that trilogy. But yes, yeah. no, I mean, there's a lot then, of things. Because like, like I said, there's so yeah. many gaps in time throughout the, the storyline from mm-hmm. start to finish that it's the, we're going to put, we have a beginning and an end. Anything else that's going to happen will now fall between those two things because we're not going to go after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, again, obviously the force is not, you know, didn't start or end with the Skywalker line and that. So, and yeah. the Jedi and Sith didn't start or end with them either and that. So, yeah. who knows? We'll it, where it, goes. it may be like it may be the death of the religious aspect of the of the orders. Sure. Um, and you know, but obviously, you know, even that little last snippet at the last Jedi showed that like, there's a whole new generation of force users coming. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Is it? Who knows what yeah, that who last knows? thing meant? Um, yeah. this, uh, where was I going to go with this before Steve killed it? No, <laughs> um, there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Johnson. The thing that intrigues me about this trailer, um, um, as you guys all know, is that I'm probably the only person that reads all the supplemental material for Star Wars. Like all the stupid books that lead the road to The Force Awakens or led, or led up to the, the Last Jedi and are currently leading up to The Rise of Skywalker. Um, so a lot of this, um, I know Steve and Hawk played Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys know about Project Inferno, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For those fans, did you play it, Matt? Uh, bits and pieces, not a lot. So Project Inferno was a mandate that Emperor Palpatine did, where he amassed a giant army in the outer regions of the this one section in the outer regions of the galaxy. Um, this is where the Chiss are. Chiss, is that right? I think that's what they were called. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's his name? Grand Admiral Thrawn's people Thrawn. out in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also where the galaxy's edges, the Disney park. Mm-hmm. That's also the outer area where these people are. He amassed an army there um, to keep a fleet, which I assume is what that star destroyer fleet is in there. Yeah. Um, and then they, he sent out clone, not clones, robots of his, you know, of his himself. Like he, he created robot and little robot army to sort of continue the empire blah blah blah. right right a lot of stuff that people don't know about the general public i wonder how much of that is going to be important to this film just based on so there's this large fleet of imperial ships Mm -hmm. ships that haven't been used since uh the age of the republic or not age of the republic what was that um Uh, the age of the rebellion the rebellion happened Mm. So I wonder how much JJ, because he was so instrumental in making sure there's all this supplemental stuff leading up to the first movie, and then I guess 
to this movie. Like mm-hmm. that sort mm-hmm. of seems like a weird way to make films, right? That people will get a full yeah picture. yeah. Well, I mean, they I have to read these things. Like, well, that's what they did with Tron too, right? I mean, they kind of screwed up the same way. They had all this extra plot that. But you didn't did. really need to know that. It's just no. it. it but it's helpful. But most people don't even know about that. And I still like, I know a lot of people that still enjoyed it without knowing that uh, Finn had lived there for hundreds of years and sort of became a godlike figure. He sort of seemed like a yeah. godlike figure anyway. So that right. being said, I assume that, um, I hope that they are able to tie in the story without people having to read all this other random crap that I have read. That's the whole thing. Being a very hard. Story, right. Um, who knows? Um, other than that, I think, did anything really um, like make me excited about the trailer? Just the, the starships, like Matt said. I thought that was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I like the way that this is shot, just based on the cinematography. It looks sure. more real than mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. The, 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 like, I like, there were certain aspects of The Last Jedi, like cinematography-wise, that I liked, but it mm-hmm. always looked fake to me. Yeah. This one looks like they're in actual locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that 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 as much as people enjoy that Luke um, Kylo fight, I thought it looked really fake and really CG. Well, they, they shot it on a CG soundstage, so but, yeah, it did, like yeah, but you can do that for a lot of things and still make it look good. But even right? like but that's like even with Force Awakens, JJ did a lot of filming on location where he could, mm-hmm. uh, and with this, I'm sure he did the same thing. And I think a lot of it just was with. Jedi. A lot of it was they were they filmed what they what they had to on location. And I'm sure the rest of it was probably soundstaged because it was cheaper. But but even bearing that, the water fight at the end of this trailer looks way better than that Kylo fight. Yep. Visually, like shot better and color wise, and it looks mm-hmm. I don't know, it looks more real. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I think that, that that that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if, if we learn nothing else, that just at least visually, Last Jedi will just be a blip in the series. Hey, look, it by by JJ. No, every, everybody knows I hate the Last Jedi, but I got to give Last Jedi credit. It has some very some great visuals. I mean, I'm not, sure. I won't knock no, it for sure. that. I mean, you know, when that when when that uh, that ship gets uh, sliced in half, and uh, you know the <laughs> throne room fight scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, there's there's some great visuals, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know hey, what? The, the the throne room fight scene is a lot worse to me now. Now that I've been following a lot of stuntman things. Oh yeah, um, you, I was gonna say I've watched. I think we've yeah, watched the same yeah. video where the stuntman yeah. pulls apart how how bad that bad fight it was. is. And now <laughs> I watch it and I'm like, oh, that ruined that for me. He uh, he basically <laughs> just sits there and talks about how like you can like you can see where the all the guys in the armor are waiting for their beats to hit. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. And As opposed to like, like all doing... just charging in and fighting like they would in an actual fight. Like you can see that like, they're standing there waiting and you can see them like... Yeah, well, it's a video game, game, you know? It's... Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but then he breaks down a, a, a fight scene like the hammer sequence in... Um, what was that hammer fight in? Old Boy? Old Boy. Yeah. Oh. How, how people like that are waiting would like get hurt and like stumble back and stuff like yeah. that. So it looked like they were actually doing stuff instead of standing there going... Sure, sure. Wait, waiting for their moment to yeah. to go in and do their move before they get knocked back. Yeah. That being said, there are certain cool parts in that fight. Um, yeah. I like Steve said the the ship getting cut in half and the sound design oh, in that yeah. section. No, oh, yeah, everyone was fantastic. I thought that was amazing. There mm-hmm. were there were there were great moments in that. I'm not, I'm not begrudging that, but it's just yeah. uh, JJ has a very distinct style. Yes. I think especially when you when you put 
Force Awakens and Last Jedi side by side, you can definitely see there's like, a difference. Yeah, he tries to ground his stuff in in a, a reality that's close to what Lucas did with the original trilogy. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think Ryan tried. Whereas to... Ryan Johnson lo- went more towards what was done with the prequel trilogy. I think he went more towards the the samurai, like the the Kurosawa, because there was a lot of shots in the Last Jedi that looks like he tried to do like an old Kurosawa film. Oh, yeah. the rain, the rain sequence. Sounds yeah, right. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. So it, it's still Lucas focused, but you know, his own, his own his spin on it. Yeah. Although, although since we're talking about like the visuals, like the Mandalorian, I mean that, that just oh. immediately felt more star Wars to me than anything we're talking about right now. I oh, mean, absolutely, that's, yeah. that's sort of the bottom line It's like, yes, the, I'm not saying that the visuals are bad in any of these movies. And, and yeah, yeah. the teaser for the next film does have some great visuals like that lightsaber mm-hmm. throw. That's awesome. You know, but, yeah. but that's the thing somehow in the Mandalorian, like they just nailed it. Like to me, that's like, yeah, that this isn't, isn't actually the cinematographer from rogue one involved. Yeah. So that's why like rogue one is the most, Star Wars, Star Warsy looking Star Wars yeah. film. Yeah, past, what seven years? Seven years uh, since Honestly. since the original trilogy, I'd argue. Yeah, well, yeah. there there are parts in the prequels that I think, I think with George, we don't need to talk about uh, the prequels. We'll get into all that. We'll talk about that in December. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be like a three part episode. Of <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. This is where we're bridging toward. This is what we're teasing towards, and we actually that when the last movie comes out, we actually have our discussion on every property that's come out oh my god i, I wonder what um <laughs> we should do for the star wars episode like do we talk about the original trilogy in one episode then we talk about the prequels in the next episode and I then, think I, oh. uh, it's that actually that's not a bad story. idea yeah. 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 Maybe. just deal with them deal with, with them in threes as opposed to trying to deal with it all as one well epic. well we can, to- talk, we can have the, the episode nine as its own episode I think. Well, we'll do we'll do nine by itself, but then we should we should leading up to nine do four, five, six, one, two, three. Hmm. We can even do one on the standalone properties, like you know. Like, I don't think we need uh, to do the newer stuff because I think we've done episodes on each of the. Yeah, yeah, we talked. About all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll just do the we'll do the um, the original six then. One, two, three, yeah. and four, yeah. five, and six. Yeah, we haven't talked own. about those, so yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. do our own podcast trilogy on the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> It helps control bleed over to and on subject matter, right? Yeah. yeah well, why, why don't we throw this to our listeners? What do you want to hear from Star Wars for us? Do you want us to do the, the three, three, and three thing, or what? Do you, whatever. Send us an email at uh, podcast at geekswithkids.ca. I'd like to thank everyone here, Matt, Steve, Hawk, for coming on and talking about D twenty three. There were lots of stuff. I thought it was really exciting, and I. I look forward to next year once we actually have Disney Plus and to see what new things we're gonna no. get announced. November. 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 So close. Yeah. <sighs> and then it's I all know. just gonna start pouring out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you don't hear from us in November, it's because we're watching everything <laughs> on Disney. Um, I think it's I think true. the Disney president or one of the higher ups was like, Yeah, we have like five thousand things going on Disney Plus. The day one, the first, five thousand things going on. I, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, well, how many shows did they make? Like for the well, last. Also, <laughs> well, the other thing too is again they own Fox now. Yeah, yeah. So they can also, oh, yeah. They can also put every property that Fox has can now go on Disney Plus. Yeah, th- like we're getting the first thirty seasons of The Simpsons on the, the November twelfth. Yeah, I wow. I know people that are just not going to show up just because you know Simpsons yeah. forever. Yeah. 
Oh man, I can't yeah, wait. It's, it's, I can't wait. It's terrifying and glorious to think of what's actually going to happen with this channel. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a live stream where we're just all sitting around. And we're like, I've been listening. I've been watching Disney Plus for four weeks straight. It's gonna be like clockwork going. orange. Our brains are just going to be. <laughs> my blood is pure. I'm cured. Yeah. I'm cured. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Wow, anyway, so thanks guys for coming on and uh we'll talk to you guys soon. See you later. Bye. 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 Disney shows. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.